in the mix. In the mix. We're online. 24-7. 24-7. You're listening to the hottest internet station. Oh, my God. I know you're going to dig this. Every time, every time, I can't, I can't help it. I know, it doesn't make you want to go off, and I ain't going to lie. It does, though. My Millie Rock is ugly, too, but, you know, hey, I'm sorry. I'll be over there still getting it. But anyways, welcome to another show. I'm your host, T. This is Lindsay Lenz. What's happening, Lindsay? Uh, nothing much. Another week, another day. So, you know, I can't complain because there's some places that, you know, aren't having it too great right now because of the weather and whatnot. So. Yeah, man, we got to pray for Houston, man. It's, it's real out there. I've seen so many memes and photos and things that's going on down there. It's it's crazy. It's almost kind of like Hurricane Katrina. I don't know if I'll compare it to that, but it's it's rough. Well, the sad part about it is social media always makes jokes out of stuff because, you know, they got a picture of, like, Steve Harvey with some dreads and some braids and all that stuff. Oh, I didn't see that. I got to see that. You got to send me that one. I ain't seen that one yet. It's a complete mess, but it's unfortunate because some people really are, like, losing their lives in this flood. Um, there's been, like, reported at least five deaths and more than a dozen injuries mm-hmm. um, in the aftermath of it. Um, there's a lot of, you know, cars where the water is filled up to the top, so you see different people taking their boats, um, you know, out personally, trying to help people. You've seen pastors kind of on top of cars to make sure, like, nobody's stranded in the water. Um, and I think 30, like over 30,000 people um, are going to have to move into like homeless shelters because their homes are destroyed. So it's really sad. Like, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's very sad out there, man. Uh, but I mean, the thing is, though, like, say, say, for example, you live down there, right? But I'm your family up here. You know, a lot of people are just stubborn. They don't want to move. I'll be like, yo, Lindsay, come stay with me. I'm a Virginian. You know, we're not getting hit by the storm. You know, some right. people are just like, nah, I'm going to wait it out. I'm going to be good. Like, that joint turned to, what, a Category 4, I think, after it started hitting land? Yeah. Yeah, you can't. When the weatherman and the National Weather Service and everyone around you, you know, tells you to get get the hell out, why would you still stay? People are just stubborn. I, I mean, maybe you had the funds or means, but, hey, I bitch. Financial thing. They may not, you know, have anywhere to go, which is, I mean, unfortunate, because, you know, and then you got some people who are just like, I don't want to be forced out of my town. Like, if it's my time, it's my time. No, that's not necessarily my mentality, but, you know, mm-hmm. I just hope everybody's safe for the most part. So, keep them in our prayers. Most definitely, most definitely. But what came on last night? Wasn't the VMAs was on last night? I know you was watching uh, that. I was pissed. Power did not come on because they pushed it back due to Word, um, right. Game of Thrones having this like eighty minute season finale, like which you know I get. Um, but yeah, the VMAs was um interesting. Needless to say, of course there were some heavy hitters who pretty much were you know still in the show. Cardi B clearly has been like taking over the game lately, so she performed, and you know you see memes of her like kind of enjoying the show throughout. Um, and it was interesting. Like lately they've been hitting at her having 
um, like an engagement ring and her being mm-hmm. pregnant, and she was just well, Quavo, talking right? to Charlie. Um, or what's this? Hmm. Don't listen. I I really can't. She she's dating Quavo right now. Quavo, I, yeah, I, yeah. No, Ferrucci is dating Quavo. She's dating like what? Whoa, 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 no, 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 no. Are you sure? I've I've seen. No, I think you got that mixed up. Ferrucci is not dating Quavo. Offset. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. Cardi's dating Offset. My bad. I got it mixed up. My bad. I that for a fact. Um, but yeah, she's dating Offset, and she basically was saying, you know. She isn't engaged, but, I mean, she would like to be, and she said she's not trying to put any pressure on him, but, you know, if he decides to just, you know, go ahead and propose, she's not complaining. So, I mean, do you think it's too soon, though? Do you think it's, like, too early in the game? They just start with we, – well, we don't know how long they've been talking, you know, technically, but, you know, from what the media and photos and social media has been portraying, it's been, like, what, a month and a half, maybe two tops. <laughs> That would be a lot. I mean, I don't know how they love like this, but to me, that would seem more like you acting off lust than actual love. You can't really know nobody in damn near two months. Yeah. I mean, you know, hey, if she, I guess, really likes him at this point, cool. I mean, she definitely goes hard for him. I will say, like, when anybody asks her, like, oh, are you going to work with any Atlanta artists? And she's like, um, if it's not the dude I'm screwing, I don't know who else I'm working with. So... But at the end of the day, Cardi, Cardi's loyal to whoever she, you know, she really bangs with. Like, no matter if you're a friend, you're a dog, you're, you know, you're a boyfriend. If you, like, if you really, you know, show her the same respect she's showing you, she's loyal. Mm-hmm. No matter who it is. But that's what I like about Cardi. She's real. No matter what, you know, yeah. TV shows, um, award shows, concerts, anything. She's going to be herself regardless. She's not being fake for nobody. Right. I completely agree. And, I mean, I, I hope, you know, great things still come her way. Um, I think the people, what bothers me is that they keep trying to find ways to, like, create beef with Cardi and other mm-hmm. people. Of course, you know, they kept saying, like, her and Nicki Minaj was beefing. And Nicki was like, literally, these songs I've made before, like, all this, you know, Cardi stuff even happened. Like, it was a brick ago. So, she's like, nice right, try right. with y'all. Are and even Cardi said it. She said, literally, I haven't talked about anybody, so nobody should really have my name in their mouth, you know, so I like the fact that she, you know, considers real beef, the stuff that she deals with on her day-to-day basis, not stuff that's just for entertainment, but what I keep finding interesting is so Remy Ma was, like, doing, I guess maybe this, uh, I guess it was in between the VMAs, kind of recording with Terrence J, and she was talking about tuning back into the VMAs, and then she goes, Nikki, what's mm. good? Now, uh, oh. I understand you don't like Nikki. But here's my thing. I learned growing up, if you really didn't like somebody, the more and more you talk about them, the more energy and light you're giving them. So I'm just kind of mm-hmm. confused at why we're still kind of like running this into the ground. Because after a while, it's going to start looking like you have to mention her for relevance. But Nick, I mean, Remy's already relevant. So it's like you don't have to keep doing that, sis. Like, I don't. She's been in the game. Like she's relevant, yes, but at the end of the day, Nikki still has the upper hand. She still got more fans than Remy right now. Remy well, more younger fans than Remy. Remy has all the old school fans. Like I'm a fan of Remy. But she ain't putting out stuff like Nikki right now. Nikki got the upper hand on her when it comes to like the money situation wise and like, you know, how the game is working right now. Maybe that's why she's She's trying to stay relevant. Maybe she's, like you said, she's trying to latch on to her maybe a little bit. 
to stay just a teeny bit relevant because Nikki, Nikki, it'll say Nikki is popping right now. She really is. I would just say, honestly, let your work speak for yourself. Like, like, okay, have your little beast say your comments cool, but it's kind of those things where, like, if you're not going to really do anything about it, you just talking at every award show about, oh, what's good and what you about to do. And I think we all know, like, Nikki clearly is not going to be the type to run up on her. Like, both of y'all are celebrities, and y'all both got money and all these, you know, high-paid security guards. So I don't see anybody rolling up on anybody, first and foremost. But it's just like, let it go. Like, let's hear some new music because we can't, we can't keep riding the sheets away forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, right, it right. was, you know, and it, it did what it should need to, but let's, let's go ahead and switch it up a little. That's all I'm saying. True. Well, we also got to mention Kendrick. That man showed out last night. Yeah. Um, look, he had eight nominations on his belt. He won, I think, probably all eight awards, maybe. I'm not even sure, but he won at least five. He got video of the year. Man, he got, what else he got? Let me keep on going. He got best hip-hop video. He got uh, mm. shoot, best car, best cinematography. I can't even say it right. Cinematography. No, it's like cinematography, yeah. Cinematography, something's word. You know I'm going to get that. Best direction. <laughs> yes, it, yeah. I was struggling with that word. No, look, that's what I got you for. You know, you got, you know, that's why, you need, that's why we need females that like fellas. Females always hold us down. They See, just like that. You have my back. Uh, best direction, best art direction, best uh, visual effects. Um, whew, that's it. That man went, man, he showed out. I like Kendrick, though. He's always humble, even though the song he got out is humble. But Kendrick, Kendrick's Kendrick. I can't say enough yeah. about this, man. I ain't, ain't going to preach too long. But Kendrick, keep doing your thing, I man. Keep like humble. I'm a credit, you know? So, I mean, that's refreshing to see that they did acknowledge him on so many different um accounts. I think that's awesome. Yeah, because he really does <laughs> think outside of the box. Like, when you watch his stuff, you'd be like, what the hell is going on? But okay, that's cool. That's dope. <laughs> But she, you'd be like lost, like what, why? But it's outside of the box, not your average like music video. Yeah, agreed. I mean, he makes you think, and that's what I honestly can appreciate from him because most artists now it's kind of like they'll just put music out to get you to dance a little bit, but it really doesn't have any true content to it or anything that's like gonna move you. Because if you think about it, a lot of these songs now they're so like forgettable. Like you love them for that moment, and then you're kind of on to mm-hmm. something else. So. You know, I feel like he at least gives you stuff that'll last you a little minute and make you think. So, thank you, Kendrick, for that. But speaking of <laughs> lasting a minute, um, so about this fight, <laughs> I don't know if the joke was on us or what, but I literally could not take Connor and Floyd serious. I mean, Floyd, yes, but Connor. He was definitely giving me like kangaroo fight vibes. Like I, I just didn't get it. What, what did you? What was your takeaway from the fight? Uh, I like Con- Conor McGregor's uh, swag. You know, he's he does a lot, and that's what fighters are supposed to do. You know, it's more entertaining to see how they they do a lot. You know, before they fight, and then once they finally get in the fight, it uh, actually, you know, I'm rooting for Floyd. But I want to see a good fight. That was a good fight. Did you not think it was a good fight? I just think we all kind of saw how it was going, just knowing how Floyd fights. First of all, Connor's not used to anything more than five rounds. So at some point, we already knew he was going to get tired. He looked tired after throwing, like, hella punches in the first three rounds. So yeah, he threw a lot of punches. 
Yeah, Floyd was just chilling, and I I could just mentally see, like, he not stupid. He know that this man is going to tire himself out, and then he can go to work. And that's I will say I respect uh, that about Floyd. He never switches up his style to, you know, feel like, oh, okay, I'm going to try to compete with this type of person. Um, but, but don't you, Connor, but don't you like, think at one point, one point Connor like, might got to. No, no, because no, it, honestly, Floyd was letting it happen. Like, he wasn't really throwing any punches the first three rounds. He knew. He knew. Okay, and then the, Connor's the first like, few rounds. punching him in the back of the head. Like, it just was getting sloppy. Like, I just couldn't okay, take it serious. Uh, but the first, the first three rounds, yeah, I give you that. But in the ninth round, you know, everyone's saying that the ref broke it up. Connor had Floyd in the ninth round, you know, Floyd was backing up. He was, you know, in the corner and everything. And Connor could have won the fight. But the, everyone's saying that, you know, the ref stepped in and no one knows why he stepped in because Connor could have knocked out Floyd. Now, me personally, I don't think Floyd got knocked out. But, you know, it might have, it could have happened how, you know, the same way how. Floyd backed into the corner, but then he moved the same way Connor would move. But the reason why he ended the fight is because when Floyd was going to work on Connor, Connor was stumbling. Like, legit, you could tell if Floyd probably hit him one or two more times, he was going to drop. And the ref knew he had nothing else left of him. Even if they did another round, Floyd probably would have dropped him because he, he was out of shape. He was not conditioned for it at all. And he was literally ready to fall out. So, you know, I mean, I, I, like I, I would agree with you. I do agree with you. I agree with you. You know, in the 10th round, Floyd, you know, finished the fight. You know, probably got dangerous because Connor was, you know, like I said, wobbling back, stumbling, you know, looked a little dizzy. So, I agree mm-hmm. with you. But at the end of the day, you know, as a fan of the boxing sport, I would, you know, rather saw the ref not step in in the ninth round, let him duke it out like men. Now, when he stepped in for, you know, I for Floyd. Think- yeah. Now, when the ref stepped in with Floyd and Connor, when Floyd was, you know, going at Connor, yeah, then I agree with that stepping in. But just for me, you know, seeing the vulgar of this fight, you know, I want to see a good fight. I want to see, you know, someone knock somebody out. But at the end of the day, it was still, you know, we got, I think everyone got their money's worth. Um, You know, it was a good fight. And after the fight, you Mm -hmm. know, they show respect to each other. There was no more, you know, trash talking or nothing, you know. They was vibing. They was kicking it. It It was all good. I thought it was a great fight overall. Well, the interesting quote to me was Connor followed up the fight and said the ref could have just let let it keep going, let me go down, let the man put me down. So he knew. Like, you know what I mean? So for people to be like, oh, he could have had the upper hand. The thing is, Connor was so tired. His punches didn't have, like, enough force behind him. He hit, you know, he landed a few, cool, but you could see certain punches where it was like he needed more energy behind it if you really wanted to, like, affect Floyd and it's always like every round the first 30 seconds he came out swinging all super hard and stuff and literally after that 30 seconds he was exhausted so I agree with you it would have been nice to see like if he was going to knock him out knock him out but I guess the ref just already knew where this was going so but you know what I always wonder if it was the other way around though would he have let him knock Floyd out or would he have just like you know what I'm saying? Just called it early. I always do wonder that, though. Right, yeah, yeah. Only thing was, if Floyd had lost 49-1, and that would have been a terrible way to go out. Because you're retiring after this yeah. fight. So, like, 49-1 and just doesn't sound good. 50-0 and sounds great. The best to ever do it. Like, anything yeah. 39 years old, Connor's 29. That's a 10-year difference. But Grant has 10 years more experience. Um, mm-hmm. But 50-0... and 
congratulations, Floyd. 50 and 0. Woo! All that money, man. It don't even make no sense. Money. All that. Mm. All that. Hey. Like, you know, the rest of us are walking around poor. <laughs> yeah, right. I ain't got no I ain't got no sound effect for that one. I was about to give it something else, but for the poor sound. <laughs> I said, what you while we on sports, we might as well just hit on Kyrie's trade. What's what do you think about that? Oh I knew he said he wanted a trade, but I didn't really think it was going to happen. I really didn't. And for the player they traded him for, you know, I knew they needed someone good to get you know, in exchange for Kyrie, but why did you trade? Isaiah Thomas, this man gave you his all, his every last bit he had in his body. His sister died, and she he still played for you all. His hip is messed up, and he still played for you all. And y'all got the audacity to burn his jersey, and it wasn't even his decision. This is strictly business. And y'all yeah. here burning jerseys, talking about, you know, he a traitor, he this, this, and this. Like, what? Even the point, it got so bad, even LeBron stepped in and was like, all right, this is enough, it's enough. Like, y'all need to stop burning jerseys because Isaiah Thomas showed out, you know, gave him all his all for y'all. Gordon Haywood, you know, he just got traded too. Well, he didn't get traded. He signed with y'all. You know, he put in the time. He's like, enough is enough. Mm-hmm. Stop burning jerseys. Like, this this has nothing to do with y'all. This is a business, a business mindset. Right. Or we're trying to better our family. Like, y'all need to chill out. But still, Kyrie is actually, you know, going to the Celtics, but it's Reports are going out right now that uh, Cleveland actually wants more money uh, to actually finalize the trade. So I don't. Maybe he might not be going anywhere, but as of right now, he is like he's going to the Celtics for Isaiah Thomas. Well, I guess we'll see how this goes. I swear, in basketball, it ain't no kind of loyalty, and I agree with you on that. How y'all gonna burn the man's jersey? He ain't asked to leave. Like, so. right. he loved it there. He, he had his best season with you all. Like, he's an all star. I mean, All-Star, y'all just got rid of that, man? That just blew my mind. I mean, like, you said, it's a business. Yeah, but Isaiah, come on now. I don't understand why he bounced mm-hmm. around from team to team. He's a great player. Must be chemistry thing or something. Like, uh, hopefully this works out in, you know, both of their favors, especially for Isaiah. Like, you know, he had so much going on within the past year. So, hopefully he can really, um, you know, capitalize off this trade so we'll see what happens um you know I just feel like people always just be looking for ways to find like beef and to be mad at somebody like for example Taylor just released this new video um called like look what you made me do and I I watched the video just because I wanted to see what people were talking about um basically long story short a lot of people feel like her video um is copying off of beyonce's formation um just a lot of the visual representations that she has going on kind of looks equivalent to some of beyonce's work in the past um i will say the the song is not the greatest but i will say visually the video is um very creative um the way it's put together and basically her whole message she's trying to get across is like the old Taylor Swift is like dead, so all the rumors and stuff that people had to say about her, like, y'all might as well get rid of her. Now, I will say, in one of Beyonce's concerts, she does have this segment where she speaks and basically brings up all the rumors that people say about her, about her not really um, basically having two kids um, or being able to be pregnant, about her being in, you know, the secret society and all this stuff like that. 
And, you know, obviously we've seen the formation video that made such an impact when everybody was in all black and they're lined up and stuff like that. So I can definitely see the parallels. Um, but do I think she did it intentionally? I don't think Taylor did it intentionally because of the fact that, like, half of these people, when they make these music videos and stuff, there's always a creative director. So, you know, as an artist, you might have input. But when people are like, oh, yeah, you need something to come back out with and this, that, and the third, they're usually the ones pitching the ideas. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I feel like think it might have been, you know, the industry is small. So somebody who probably worked with Beyonce before or, you know, just was kind of fishing around of how Taylor could come out with a new way of reinventing herself ended up kind of just feeding off of that a little bit. So I don't know. I mean, do you feel like after the whole thing where, you know, Kanye came for Taylor and all that stuff. You feel like that heightens people thinking that she was trying to copy off of her? I wouldn't hope she wouldn't do that. I'm not really sure if she did because I haven't seen the video personally to really give you the full, you know, full answer to, without lying. I wouldn't hope she mm-hmm. did. You you watched the video, so do you really think she kind of copied Beyonce from from your personal standpoint? I mean, there are different clips, like, it's weird, but not only the formation video, there are different scenes that remind me of, like, old Beyonce videos, like, upgrades and stuff like that, just certain things that she does, um, and then just even the ending of how she's trying to, you know, quote-unquote reinvent herself, and I think the only thing to me that is a little questionable is, I get that you're, you know, an artist, you've been in the game, and you're trying to reinvent yourself, but at the same time, it's kind of like her approach to it does kind of resemble what Beyonce did just a little bit. But, I mean, maybe Damn. she just, you know, maybe she was just trying to express herself and, you know, just maybe, trying to maybe. give people, you know, a new version of Taylor instead of them looking at her as, you know, same old innocent girl who writes songs about guys who broke her heart. So, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to completely knock her for it, but you definitely have to be careful in the game because, you know, she's a pretty big artist when it comes to the pop world and, you know, clearly Beyonce is huge. So you just got to tread lightly on that territory because people are definitely, you know, they, they're big on credibility and you don't really yeah, see yeah, Rihanna yeah. doing too many things that's similar to Beyonce because you already know that's going to cause a problem. So, hey, Well, speaking of real quick, real quick, 30 seconds. I seen a photo on Instagram, a couple photos of Rihanna, you know, hashtag mm-hmm. wild thoughts. And she was halfway naked. She had like a blanket covering her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, some of my chest was out. It was a lot of hashtag <laughs> wild thoughts. <laughs> huh? You know, Rihanna ain't caring since literally her and Chris Brown broke up, so I ain't too surprised. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just want to see, you know, you know, one if you knew about it. You know, I didn't, I didn't want to tweet nothing out there. You know, people are crazy, and then someone report us, you know, spam or something. I don't know. But I, I was like, mm, mm, let me let me ask my co-host because I know she know. But all right, if you ain't seen it yet. <laughs> I'm going to send it to you behind the show. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's fine. I just feel like Rihanna marches to the beat of her own drum. So anything with her naked at this point, I mean, it's not really surprising. I mean, even in the Wild Thoughts video, she basically has her titties out. Like, you wouldn't see it unless they show you, like, a still shot and you're paying attention. But she don't care. She just kind of do her own thing. And at this point, it's just you, you got to just let her live. Just, it is what it is. Oh, these were out. These were out. I cannot. Uh, well, okay, so while we're on the subject of, like, Beyonce and Rihanna and everybody, what in the world is going on between Jay-Z and Justin? Because I've been 
parents um you know have time talk and uh i, I would so, love that re- reports are out that um probably like a good 85 95 percent uh chance that jay-z and justin timberlake will perform at the 2018 halftime show that's a good look for both of them well jay-z he already up in the game so that's good for him regardless but justin timberlake right. I ain't heard nothing from that man and no, I don't know how long. So for him to come out of the blue and to do this, hey, congrats, Justin. Well, I wonder know, how they're gonna laugh. That long. He did he did have a song with, that with, with. he did just like not too long ago. I mean it's not necessarily like a hip hop record that, you know, was it popping though? Lab. No, hey, it was. Name, like, you like, can't name a song. Name the song then. Name a song. Feel the music or something. You know that song we like. Da 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 da. This is dance, dance, dance. Like the the Caucasian people love it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It was doing that. Oh, and he was doing that movie, like the little cartoon or whatever. And he he's been doing a lot of other projects, but it's just you gotta understand. Like what we hear in the R and B and hip hop world, we're like, oh, if it's not big there, then you know it can't be big anywhere else. But you know there are a lot of pop songs that people be you know, really taking a liking to. Like, even I didn't know Fifth Harmony was that popping until last night, and everybody was like, Fifth Harmony killed it, and this, that, and the third. So, you know, we it's two different worlds. It is two different worlds. Right, you're right, yeah. I Actually, I didn't know Fifth Harmony was popping like that either until last night. I was like, whoa. <laughs> they was, they yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to listen to their music, but, you know, by all means, you know, you know <laughs> do y'all. I'm happy for you. So I'm just like, mm. I, but I can't wait though, cause I'm I'm mad I missed the concert between um, Jay Z and Justin. So I would love to see them like at like a halftime Super Bowl. I think that would be epic, honestly. Yeah, that would be okay. epic. That would be super epic. I'll definitely watch it. I feel like it'd be a good performance. I feel like Jay Z and Beyonce always doing halftime. Like they always usually Beyonce's out there. Now huh. it's Jay Z's turn. It's, it's such a power couple. That has that has nothing to do with this, but it just popped in my head. Yeah, I completely agree. And even I, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I think Tiana Taylor and her family is super cute too. I think they kind of grew on me. And she won the award last night for, I guess, what was it, best dance or something like that. Um, and yeah, I think Janet yeah. Jackson won it like a long time ago, and she kind of did, you know, um, homage to her by wearing like the same outfit. So it kind of was a giveaway that she had won the award. But um, I think it was cute, and she had her daughter and stuff with her. So. I I really think we could stand to celebrate more like united, uh, you know, just African American families and stuff like that, and especially entertainment because you don't see a lot of it, you know. Yeah, you really you really don't, and you know, it's good to see African Americans in a positive light instead of a negative light. I like Usher, so you know, um, I'm gonna you you want you want to take this one to Usher because I this food. Oh, you can. Oh, you want me to get this? Okay. Well, everybody, Usher finally came out, and, you know, all this herpes talk, people coming out saying they, you know, Usher get herpes. Usher finally responded and said these women knew what they were getting into, and the risk they had was sleeping with him. So, I'm guessing he's saying he's told these women that he had herpes, and they slept with him anyways, but I'm pretty sure, well, then again, I'm not, because he's a celebrity, and people will probably be like, oh my god, it's Usher, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, Everyone's human, celebrity or not. Herpes is herpes. I don't care what your status is. You could tell Beyonce say, Terrence, you wanna, you know, come back to the hotel? But she got like, you know, something like I'm like, mm mm, mm mm. Now I, if they knew 
if they knew, why would they sue you and say they didn't know? Granted, yeah, it's money. Maybe some of them did mm-hmm. know, and maybe some thought, you know, ching, I'm about to get paid. Yeah, I'm a liar. Say he didn't tell me. I don't know. But who, Lindsay? Who do you believe? The woman here or the man here? Now don't be biased. I want you to give y'all give. Well, I feel like I'm 50-50. Of all things for you to say coming out about the situation shouldn't have been. And I, I mean, I don't know what else you said, but I don't think your first thing should be like, oh, you should have known. I don't feel like that's a a fair statement to make. I mean, everybody understands at the end of the day that being sexual with somebody is a risk. Cool, I get it. But, um, you know, just to kind of say that, it comes all very insensitive if you want to be honest. Like, you know, they didn't necessarily like seek out to, you know, be in that predicament. And it's kind of like, I guess you say, giving somebody the the choice to um, even be aware of it. Um, but I don't know. I just, mm, I don't know who his PR person is or what have you. Like, I can understand him Feeling like, you know, if he says something to that um, that plus-size girl who came out and basically was just making up a bunch of crap, like, I can understand him feeling some type of way about that. But if the other ones, like, are, you know, true, and, and I don't know to this, like, day what is true or not because his, you know, um, ex, I guess either fiancé or wife, Tamika Foster, said, like, she doesn't have anything and all that stuff like that. So I just, honestly, at this point, I feel like this one of the things he just need to handle on his own time under wraps and try his best to keep it out of the media because it's something that we really just don't need to know about. But I think on both sides, neither one should act insensitive about the situation. Like, cause at the end of the day, this man's reputation is pretty much, I wouldn't say destroyed cause he still has amazing music, but it's definitely been compromised. And then, you know, for these ladies who are in every day, like now they're in the spotlight too. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's something that they should like, more so handle private, like, if you really care about, you know, your well-being and your health and just really are passionate about the situation, I would feel like the more drama you add to it, all these speculations and just talk to these reporters, it's not really going to help you case at all, because, I mean, that's just going to be more stuff that can use against you, you know? Yeah. It was not a good part of his thing to just think about. Like, when you go to the judge, the judge is going to think you, like you said, you're insensitive. Granted, you know, you have to take into consideration some other stuff. But at the end of the day, that looks really bad on you. Like, you just, it's kind of like power. You know how the lawyer was like, don't show an angry black man. That's going to be frowned upon. Uh, I mean, Usher just said the most ignorant thing you could say in this case. That's going to be frowned upon. You're going to lose nine times out of ten if you keep acting like that. Yeah. And he's I wasn't like, if anything, geez, be apologetic, but to just kind of be like, well, you knew right. what you was, uh-uh. No, sweetie. That's <laughs> not how this works. So, Shaking my I head. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really want to even spend too much more on that. However they resolve that is up to them. Um, you know, we still got R. Kelly out here running around just doing whatever he's doing, and he's busy choking on cigars and stuff like and then and that's the thing that kills me when people want to act like they're so unfazed about the stuff that goes on and they feel like, oh, well, it's a lie, so I'm not even about to pay people no attention. But it's like, you got to understand, this is some real stuff that y'all are getting caught up in. Like, you're holding girls hostage. Don't try to dust it under the rug like it ain't nothing. You know what I mean? Like, that, to me, that's not cool. Yeah, they're it, it tripping out here. Mm-mm-mm. 
Uh, we got any more topics before we let everybody go back to work. Yeah, we got one more topic. Um, some so, so pro. Ah, sorry, everybody, couldn't get that tongue twister out. Some protesters uh, on April. I'm sorry, well, I'm all messed up. On August 23rd, <laughs> protested outside the NFL headquarters in New York in support of Colin Kaepernick. They were protesting. You know, he's got injustice, and basically just everything that's been going on with him. You know, this had nothing, Colin Kaepernick, you know, had nothing to do with this protest. Like, he didn't, uh, you know, start it up. He didn't do anything. It was just about him. But, you know, he mm-hmm. knew nothing about it was going to happen. But he actually, you know, he thanked all the supporters who, you know, rallied outside the NFL headquarters. Uh, you know, he was he was humble about it, and he was grateful, yeah. um, you know, to see so many people actually stepping out there to, you know, take his side. Where you know some other some other non-supporters kind of like running back Sean McCoy, you know he said you know he's a free agent. You know some teams just don't really want you know that negativity to be on the team. And I mean I'm not saying I say he wasn't supporting them, but he's kind of like he's over talking about it in a way. That's what it seemed like to me. But I think Kyler Kaepernick, if people keep doing this, doing protests and talking about it. I feel like eventually someone's going to either a, he's not going to make it back in the league at all for good. Or B, someone's finally going to sign him just to shut everyone up. Uh, I mean, but at the same time, I will say the Jacksonville Jaguars apparently are not having the greatest situation with finding a quarterback currently. And, um, you know, basically their coach said he wasn't opposed to, you know, signing Colin. You know, Shad Colin was just like, you know, they're considering it, you know, within the next two weeks or something. You know, the team's regular season open is on September 10th. Now, that's not a guarantee that he'll call Colin. Um, but to me, I would think it would be just as cool if at least one team did stand up for him because, I mean, sometimes the publicity, yeah, you might think, oh, it'll be negative because he took a stand, but it might honestly benefit the team at the same time too. Like, you never know, and it just be that one person that's bold enough to, you know, support somebody who stands up what they believe in. Like, and that's just more like the moral of the story for y'all to be so upset because all he, you know, he just doesn't want to sing the national anthem. Like, okay. And then there's also people who are knocking down Confederate statues and they're going about their days, you know what I'm saying? But because he's right. this pro football player, it's such a big deal. You know, like, I don't get that. See, the thing is, we highlighting this so much. We're overlooking the things he's done. So even though he's still out of a job, he's you know he's still doing charitable work. Like he just donated thirty-four thousand to J. Cole's foundation, as well as thirty-three thousand to the Lower East Side Girls Club in New York, and another thirty-three thousand to a hundred suits for a hundred men. And now he's reportedly donated eight hundred thousand and one million to another foundation. That's awesome. He's out of a job and he's still donating all this money. Now I don't know where he's getting it from, but still, that's, that's, that's great. His moral, his character as a person, I just think is amazing. So it's like the fact that if you really like look at it outside looking in, it's like y'all really tripping off this man getting on his knee, like and just not putting his hand on his chest. Get like get over yourself. It's not even that deep. Let just let him be true to himself. And let's not make him feel bad about it. You know what I'm saying? That's like if somebody, like, decided to, you know, shout out their 
you know, African-American heritage or something before they played or, you know, like, he just takes pride in what he believes in. And I don't feel like he should have to compromise in order to, you know, quote-unquote satisfy the status quo for the NFL. Like, get over yourself. Well, I can't even. That's, a, that's a good spot to end it up here. Get over yourself. Because I got nothing else to say about that. <laughs> Hopefully, I mean, he, honestly, gets, he gets signed. I hope he gets signed soon. I do, too, because if you think about it, the only reason why, okay, and this is something that they were teaching in church yesterday, that is even a big deal is because if you look at the NFL, 70% of the players are African-American. But if you look at the owners and the coaches, it's the opposite way around. 70% of the coaches and the owners are either, you know, European, Euro or they're like, um, you know, Caucasian. So with that being said, if those are the people who are, you know, heavy hitters running things, they're going to feel like they have the say in, you know, what's right and what's wrong about, you know, football. But it's sad Mm -hmm. because so many people look to want to play the sport versus like trying to be a team owner or trying to be a coach or they really forget, you know, who's really buying these tickets to these games. So, I mean, with that being said, you start, you have to start standing up for yourself. Like even when Michael Vick tried to come from and then, you know, trying to apologize, it's like, you can't tear each other down. Like, y'all are all y'all got, pretty much. So, I don't oh, know. I, speak, I think speaking of, speaking of Vic, Vic actually supposedly just got hired as an NFL analyst. Uh, I forgot what station, but he's been hired as an analyst now. So, he uh, has a job, a new that, job. I was what? that been working out for? It's been like, it, eh, it just It just got announced Friday. So, uh, he's okay. restarted yet. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, because I've heard I've heard some rumors that some people weren't um, necessarily like for him doing it. Uh, but see, I don't know how that's gonna work with him being an analyst because I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, he's played in sports, so you know he knows how it goes. But I think for him to you know say all this stuff about Colin and then taping it back, like, is he gonna be somebody that can legit stick to his word? You know what I mean? Like, one is you kind of coming on there and then somebody say something and then you're like, you know what, you're right, and you kind of switch your opinion up. Like, if you're an analyst, you know, you got to be very assertive in what you believe. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see, though. I mean, a job is a job, so I ain't going to knock them, you know. Congrats on that. Yeah, congratulations. Well, Lindsay, sad, sad day because, you know, we, we always got to end. I'm always sad we got to end our show. But do you <laughs> do you want to take it home with some, you know, inspirational words or you want me to do it? Of course. You know, I can I can take this one this week. I'll let you do it. Um, oh, oh, I, oh, this, which love you. I actually had one. Haha, I was waiting for you to say oh, no. Okay. Oh, go for it. Excuse me. You, okay. Is this your turn? Because I, I had it last week, so it's your turn. I got oh, it though. Oh my god. This, my, this is my <laughs> came from Isaiah. My came from Isaiah forty five twenty three. If anybody want to check that out behind the show, but go ahead, listen. Okay. <laughs> um, mine comes from First Peter four, um, verses ten through eleven, and it says, "As each has received a gift." employed in serving one another as good managers of the grace of God in his various forms. If anyone speaks, let it be as it were the very words of God. If anyone serves, let it be as of the strength which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. So, I mean, you know, it's the old saying, each one take one. You know, um, just I think from generation to generation, we always question what was the cause of the gap in why, you know, the younger generation is has a different mindset of the older. Um, but I think we just kind of got to come together on a united front and, you know, teach us what we don't know. If we seem uninformed or uneducated about certain things, we just got to, you know, spend at least an hour a month or out of your day just, you know, trying to educate one another on what's really important. So, you know, everybody help each other so we can all grow as a society. But, yeah. 
podcast. You got anything yeah. else for the people? We are all one family, one big family. So, as Lindsay said, help each other out. Uh, man. Yeah. Start of a new week. Nah. Um, yeah. I know. No, we're try- we'll try to look at it as a positive thing. At least we're saying You're right, you're right. Week, yeah. So. New week, new beginning. There you go. New week, new beginning. <laughs> so you're right. My bad, my bad. New week, new beginnings. Already, you know, going to do something. It's a new week. Try something new. Don't keep going through the same door inspecting, you know, new results. It don't work like that. Got to try something new. Well, I'm going to go ahead and hand my butt to work. So, y'all have a great week. Until next time, I'm your host, Lindsay Lynn. I'm your host, T. Y'all be blessed and have a great week.